You know, there's really only two ways to learn in life, education or experience. And as a creative entrepreneur over the last five years, I have had a lot of experiences that have taught me the wrong things to do when it comes to creative entrepreneurship. And I want to help you by confessing a little bit, sharing the five biggest mistakes I've made so that you can avoid them and pursue your creative dream with confidence. So we're going to jump right in to this creative checkup here on the God and Geek Show. Check it out. Here we go. Artists, musicians, and creatives of all kinds. Looking for help balancing your passion to create with your everyday life? Not sure if your faith can coexist with your profession? Welcome to a place where real artists discuss real life. You're listening to The God and Gig Show. Visit GodandGigs.com for show notes, links, and more information. Well, hello there, creative community, God and Gigs, friends on YouTube. I am Alan Paul, and today we are talking about my five biggest mistakes as an entrepreneur as we are celebrating five years since my book, God and Gigs, Succeed as a Musician Without Sacrificing Your Faith, came out. And I want to help you avoid the mistakes I made as I built this brand, this community, as me and my wife, Leah Paul, who was on the podcast just yesterday that we released, talking about this same thing, but more from the positive side. She's so positive. She was nice to me. I'm going to be open and share my mistakes, the things I wish I had done, the things that I don't regret, but I look back on and I think, man, I could have made better decisions. And I want to help you as a creative entrepreneur, someone who wants to build a better life from the inside out to do the same. So as I'm speaking right now, this is the fifth anniversary. The book that I'm referring to, God and Gigs, came out in September. Officially, September 6th is the date that it came out in 2016. That's crazy to think. We have so many you know, things that have happened in our world, pandemics, and other things in the last five years that it's hard to imagine that five years ago, things were that different and that fast, you know, how fast things change, but it's true. And the reason why it's so important to me, obviously, I don't mean to make this anniversary like it's a big deal to everybody, but it does mark that something that I have built and worked on for five years has lasted and stood the test of time. Many businesses, many books, many things don't last that long. And so I'm thankful to God, number one, thankful to my wife and thankful to this community for helping to make that happen. Even those of you who might be watching right now, you've rocked with us the entire time. The Kickstarter that we did to even fund the book was before 2016. So that actually goes back almost six or seven years that we've been working on this. So it's a blessing. Thank you so much for helping make this five-year anniversary of the book. And then the podcast the God and Gig Show came out one year later. So shout out to my friend, Christelle Renee, who was our co-host back then. And we just went for it and we built this thing. So I want to tell you how we kind of, you know, avoided some mistakes, but then also how we ended up making those mistakes that could have helped us avoid a lot of stress, a lot of struggle in the first five years of God and Gigs and this project and this platform. So I'm going to start right from the get-go. And when I started thinking about this, I started thinking, okay, what could I help somebody avoid that really got me, uh, you know, just messed me up at the get-go? And the first thing, and I think I should type these in even as I go, just because, you know, I know some people are visual. And even if I talk about it as we go, it might help you also to remember them. And then you write them down if you side, if you watch this. So this is the first one. I'm going to type it first. 
Oh, gosh, shiny object syndrome. So if you don't know what shiny object syndrome is, it's the entrepreneur and the business person's desire to immediately buy anything and get anything that looks like it makes uh, anything better about their business. And it doesn't matter what it does, as long as it's shiny and it's new, uh, we're putting it in the business. We're going to buy it. We're going to get the subscription. And man, if I could take back all the money and the time and the, and the uh, focus that I put into shiny objects at the opening of our business. Now, that does not mean to say that I should not have in, invested in my business. I shouldn't have gone for things that make our platform. I mean, obviously things like I'm so proud of our logo five years that we spent even, um, you know, since then, thanks out for sound art, Becky Fernandez, long ago, setting up the book and setting up all these things. And so there are things I'm glad I invested in. So let me not say it as if I shouldn't have invested. What I mean is <laughs> there's a lot of other things that I bought and got that I really didn't need. And it was just because I saw somebody talking about it or somebody else had it or somebody else's website had it or some other musician was using it or some other creative was using it. And I was like, I got to have that. I got my, my website needs to look just like theirs. My stuff needs to look just like theirs. My, my, you know, my, my shirts and everything else. I just kept jumping from ship to ship and from boat to boat. As soon as I saw something riding down the wrong, the, uh, the other side of the river and 90% of that stuff, even in the last year or so, I've been chopping up, taking off, giving up, realizing it didn't make my business or my creative life better. Now, there are some things, again, that I realized I could invest in and that could have been a lot cheaper and I could have saved some money if I had done it a little different. But my attitude was, I got to spend more money. I got to get it. I got to get this. I got to get that. And not realizing that, number one, it kind of did waste my money. I did spend a lot of money on things I didn't really need. And then number two, it was time and focus to learn those things, to learn these gizmos and gadgets and uh, web plugins and, you know, the top level of this. And I, I always thought, and this is probably what this comes down to as I'm sharing this. And again, if this kind of strikes you or helps you, go ahead and say, yeah, that's me. If you ever had shiny syndrome, shiny syndrome, shiny object syndrome in your life, then admit it, you know, we're all friends here. Go ahead and let me know if this happened to you as well. Okay. So that was number one, shiny object syndrome hit me hard. It still hits me once in a while. I still feel somewhat weird when I'm calling live like this. And, you know, I see other people have all cool stuff. I love Restream because it lets me look really professional. But um, there's other things that people have on better cameras and things like that. And you know what? I want you to learn from my example. Um, don't just jump into shiny object syndrome and get things because they are Look at being frugal, but not being miserly. Be frugal. Don't not invest in your business, but also don't think you need all that you think you need because you really don't. And that's what I learned even as a entrepreneur. The first big mistake I made. Second big mistake I made. And again, this is like confessional that I'm telling you. So you are also confessing today with me as we celebrate the fifth anniversary of the book and the fourth anniversary of the podcast. If you got a confession or something that you've got like, oh God, I wish I had not done X, go ahead and put it in the chat even as we're talking here. So the second thing is another one is kind of like a mindset issue and I'm going to share it and it's it kind of goes two ways and I was like thinking how I'm going to talk about this, but this is how I would say it. 
I would say that I did not plan for success. And what I really mean is I didn't really plan, but what really hit me is that I didn't, as a beginner, I thought obviously I was going to be successful, but I didn't have the mindset of what to really aim for. So success for me might've been just, okay, well, I sold five books or, okay, success for me is, oh, okay, I got 10 people on the podcast, but my mindset wasn't on growth. My mindset wasn't planning to see this as bigger as what, than what I thought it was. And my mindset kind of kept it really small. So what I'm telling you is that I feel that my big mistake was not thinking big enough. I guess that's a better way to say it. I didn't think big. I didn't have a big enough vision for this. And sometimes that limited my growth and it limited my ability to see what was possible because I was always putting it under my own lens. I didn't really get a lot of, I had mentors, but maybe I didn't take advantage of those mentors. And so it really, really affected me in my mindset to think, oh, well, you know, it doesn't need to be that big. Oh, well, you know, this many people came and just kind of like just making it like a just enough mentality. And I didn't plan for success. I didn't think in terms of how big things could be. And when things were successful, I was like surprised. And that was the wrong way to look at it. If I had gone in with more of a growth abundance mindset, like this could be whatever God wants it to be and not necessarily leave it in my own little box, I probably would have made a lot more headway. And it doesn't mean that I would have made you know, tons more money, although that's possible. And it doesn't mean I would have had a huger audience, but it does mean that my I think I did. I've always believed in slow and steady wins the race, but I think sometimes I almost took pride in how slow it was growing. And that's kind of like the wrong way to look at it. Like it, it could be as big as God wants it to be. And I could have planned ahead and thought ahead to say, Hey, what if, what if it's a thousand? What if it's 2000? What if it's 10,000? Plan ahead and think, what will I do? Because it would have opened and expanded my planning. And it certainly would have made me more capable of accepting even if there was a slow uh, growth, it, it wouldn't have been something where I was in the wrong mindset. That's what I really am trying to say here. So that's number two, okay? Now, number three, this kind of hits a little hard again because it's something I should have known right away. But this is going to hit a lot of you creatives right in between the eyes because it happened to me. And this is what it was. It was not having a business plan. Like, why did I not, you know? And here's the thing. Now, when I say no business plan, I certainly did like sit down and kind of like map out, okay, here's the vision of the company. Here's what I want it to look like. Here's you know, my vision and goals. I kind of did that. I did write down, okay, this is a basic business plan. What I really mean when I say business plan, I mean like, how am I going to make money? How am I going to make this sustainable? What's my in my income? What's my expenditures? What's my overhead? I didn't spend any time on those details. And here's the problem. Not that I want you to get wrapped up in numbers or that you need the CPA every second but you really do need to think of whatever you're creating as a business from get-go. And if I had thought like that, if I had said, I need a business plan, and I really want, let me go, let me go back here and make sure that I have today's topic here as well. Um, if you had, 
if I had done better with that of what am I going to be spending? How much am I going to be spending? How am I going to keep this going beyond just, okay, passion? Because yes, I had the passion. But if I had done a lot better with this, you know, I would have been such a more, such a more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Organized growth process. It really would. And by the way, if you're watching it on the chat again, I'm letting you know, be honest with me. If you have one of these mistakes, if you've dealt with this, if you did not build a business plan when you started, then don't let me be alone. Go ahead and share it in the chat. Even if you're watching on replay, go ahead and share it in the replay chat. And I'll know that I wasn't alone in this. And my mistake was thinking I could just like, oh, the business will make itself up. Once things come in, when I'm making money, then I'll make a plan. That's a mistake. That was a mistake. I should have made a plan even before there was any income. Because had I done that, it would have been so much better. And that would have made my planning for when money did come in, it would have changed my mindset to what products really need to be expanded, which things really. Now, I did a lot of planning. Again, this is not that I didn't do planning, but specifically financial. Maybe I should make that that indication. Financial planning is the one that I did not necessarily do. And I'm seeing a lot of people popping in and popping out. I'm worried only that I make sure that my sound is working. But as far as I can tell, everything is good. So if you're watching, give me a thumbs up if the sound and everything is working. And there's always nerve-wracking when I think people show up and they can't hear. And they're like, oh, what's well, this guy moving his lips? And nothing's actually happening. So let me know in the chat if I'm okay with that. I might go in and check real quick. Okay. So I got through three. Okay. Let me just go back and remind you of what they were. Number one was shiny object syndrome. I absolutely struggled with shiny object syndrome, buying everything that I thought I needed, every course, uh, every little thing. Again, not actually, I shouldn't say courses. Courses were important, but every little like plug-in for my website, every little thing like $5 here, $10 here, just, oh, it's going to make it pretty. Oh, I want to buy this app and this app and this app, instead of focusing on what really worked and what really mattered. The second one was not planning for success because I kind of just had a small mentality. And if I had thought bigger, I might've gotten bigger. And even if I didn't get bigger, I would have had the right mindset. And then third, no business plan. As I told you, I didn't really focus on the financials. I kind of just made it up as I went along. I wish I had a more mindset to really think like a business person, income and expenditures and profit at the beginning of the business, even if I wasn't making any money because it wasn't about that. It was about my mindset of thinking I need to be a good steward of what's happening. If I thought that way, probably would have been better off. All right, we're down to number four. Okay, and this one is a big one as well. If this happened to you, just say, yeah, that's me. Um, And I'm going to put this kind of like, you know, it kind of goes together, but I'm going to just say this. I'm going to say it like this, because this was a big one. And that's not following up. And when I say not following up, I'm talking about things like people who called, connected with me, and I just got too many things in the fire, too many irons. I was like, oh, I'm going to get back to this person. And it literally left customers, people that might have been my best customers, people that were wanting to be a part of my my stuff, leaving them high and dry. And I did that. I absolutely left customers, people that might have been connected with me. I, I, I got way too distracted. And I ended up kind of leaving them behind. And I feel horrible about that because I'll never know the impact I could have had. 
had I been more specific about following up with people. And by the way, this is not just a business thing in terms of creatively. It is also a thing when it comes to collaboration, people that have you know, ideas for your brand or ideas for your goals or ideas for your music or ideas. And, you know, you kind of, we get into, oh, I'll call you and we'll talk. And then you never do. Like you say, we're going to songwrite and then you never do. Say, oh, we're going to like get together. We're going to like start to like work out some things and you never do. Creators were very bad at this. We're very tempted to kind of like just say, oh, well, you know, this is what happened. And we never intentionally go and make it happen. So I don't follow up with people and then it falls through the cracks. Don't let that happen. Don't make the mistakes I made over the last five years of not following up. If someone says they're interested in your work, call them. If someone says they're interested in working together, find out if it works. If it doesn't, then you can always cancel it later after you try it out. But don't let collaborations, customers, or creatives slip through the cracks like I did. Got too busy, didn't really focus, had a million things going on, and it ended up being a huge mistake in my creative life because I did not follow through with that. So here's number five, the last big mistake, as if there were only five mistakes. But this was the fifth big mistake. And this one, again, kind of goes along with number one. So I had a big issue throughout the five years of kind of goes with shiny object syndrome, but more just being focused on the work at hand. I, as you many, as many of you have heard, I've said in the podcast, you know, I don't you know, parade around saying I have ADD and it's, you know, it's okay. And I don't like use it as a badge of honor, but I also don't hide from it. And I don't use it as an excuse. I didn't stay focused on the things that mattered as an entrepreneur, including my mission and my purpose and my vision and my business. And sometimes that ended up becoming the biggest problem because I would like float away, try different things. And I didn't realize that if I just stay focused on my core mission, which is to serve creatives, to help creatives to be more confident, to live out the life that they wish they could, to be the best that they can be. If I had worked on that, focused on that, instead of getting all these other things that kind of got in my way, I would have had a better business over the last five years. I would have been a better creative. And I would have, you know, and there's so many things that go along with that. I don't mean that you shouldn't focus on other things as you might be a multi, multi hyphenate creative. I just mean that your core of you, who you are and what you are about needs to stay at the center and the top priority of your life. What I feel like happened to me is that I definitely at times wiggled and got kind of just off kilter in terms of what really mattered. And it affected my business, it affected my growth, it affected me personally. And now I look back like, you know, that was a mistake. If I had just stuck with what I knew. Um, and at times, of course, I always came back to it, thank God. But it wasn't a consistent thing. There were times that I lost focus. And I want to encourage you to stay focused on your core goal. If you don't have a why, find your why. There's a book I just read called Start With Why. It's an amazing book. And it kind of reminded me like, yeah, I lost my why several times. I got a lot done, but my why got lost in it. And if I had stayed connected to that why, why I do what I do, I wouldn't have lost any time or any focus. I would have been much more, I would have been further ahead right now. Again, I'm not looking back with regret, but I want to share with you what helped, what would have helped me to do even better so that you can do the same thing. So that's the five mistakes I made, biggest mistakes I made as an entrepreneur, as a creative entrepreneur. If any of those five hit you, if you're watching this later and you're saying, oh my gosh, me, shiny object syndrome, or me, not staying focused, or B, never even thought about a business plan. If any other things hit you and you need more help with that, I really, really, really would encourage you 
think about joining our membership, God and Gigs 360. It's a free trial of that available for 30 days. And the reason I'm putting it is not again, not to lose focus, not to sell you something, but to really provide for you accountability, community training and support. We call that the acts, right? Acts. Five things that I wish I hadn't done are the five things that you can get inside 360. You can get uh, you, the people that will help you to avoid shiny object syndrome. You can get people who will help you to remain focused. You'll get people that will help you stay accountable to your business plan. So all the mistakes I made as a entrepreneur, I tried to solve in God of Geeks 360. And so if you want to check that out, I'll go ahead and type that in for you. If you want to go look for that, all you got to do is go to godandgeeks.com slash free trial and go ahead and register and sign up and you will be able to get it for 30 days free to learn about the community, to jump in, to find out what's going on around there. And again, this is a community I wish I had when I started this five years ago, when I wrote the book five years ago, I wish I had this community. We have Facebook, we have different things, but we didn't have something this robust where we could connect on a weekly basis and really get to be completely confident as creatives. If I'd had that, what things would have been a lot better off. So I invite you to check that out, godengigs.com slash free trial, 30 days free to kick the tires on the membership and then join our bi-weekly member calls. Just did one. We can also get courses that are involved, like our live stream course, and we're building other courses all the time. And we are always encouraging each other and helping each other to find the answers that you can't find on Facebook or on YouTube. You can find them by connecting with other highly motivated creatives. So always want to make sure that you know that's available for you. Gotagix.com slash free trial. Well, my friend, I hope those five mistakes have now given you a roadmap to avoid the pitfalls that I fell into so that you can pursue your creative dream with confidence. I thank you for listening to the show. And if you're new to the show, thank you for giving us a chance. I hope you'll subscribe. And even if you are a longtime listener and you haven't yet reviewed the show, a review would be amazing. It helps us reach more people just like you who want to become better creators from the inside out. So until next show, continue to become the creative you were created aided to be. Thank you for sticking with us and rocking with us. Can't wait to see you next episode. So until then, God bless. Thanks for joining us here at the God and Gigs show. Please leave us a review on iTunes, like our Facebook page, or visit GodandGigs.com and tell us what you thought of this show. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, go create something amazing.